Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions. With Ian and Tyler, you are listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing this fine night, Tyler? I am better now. That phrase is comfort to me at this point. It's the it's the anchor in my week. Um, For me, it's the it's the warm blanket I slide on. Yeah, it gives me cozy vibes. It's my favorite hoodie. Mmm. Yeah. Mm. We all love that good hoodie. Uh huh. Kanye. If you if you don't have a favorite hoodie, if is there anybody that you know that doesn't own a hoodie? Not an American. Okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I feel like that that should be a crime against humanity. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it now. That That is really sad. That's a sad thought. Not owning a hoodie. Warm places. First world problems. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you all are doing well. It is currently 10.22 p.m. where we are sitting. It's November the 10th. When we're recording this? I don't know why. It's November the 11th when we're recording this? I don't know why I'm uh, saying this like it's a journal entry or something like that. I never do this. It's fine. What are we talking about tonight, Tyler? We are reviewing the new clipping record. Visions of bodies being burned. Preface? Preface. When it comes to clipping, I was introduced to them formally through their 2019 record that dropped last year, which I guess this new record is kind of like a quote-unquote sister record to, the last record being There Existed an Addiction to Blood. And I, th- I think the big the, the big song that got me roped into that was noth- either Nothing is Safe or Blood of the Fang. And ever since then, I've been following what these guys do. I didn't find out until recently, though, that the lead, um, the lead of this band, V Diggs, it says online that he originated the roles of Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson in the play Hamilton, which apparently he won multiple awards for. So this guy is no jo- this guy's no joke. He's an impressive and even just from my impression last year of their music, the proficiency and the sense of style and uh, their willingness to push everything, push the envelope, push the volume, uh, push the uh, technicality in word choice and flow and everything like that, and they they were just going, David Diggs can flow his ass off. He's like, it, it's... It's impressive to watch him do what he does because sometimes I'll be like, oh, he, he's there's no way he can keep going. This this is going to start to derail, but no, it's he's fine. He's one of the most technically proficient rappers I think out there right now. Is something that I can say with pretty much certainty. But my point being with the last record is that I wasn't expecting entirely there to be a follow up to last year's. Last year's, I guess it's it's a. It, can we call it Halloween themed? It's horrorcore, which they've been they've dabbled in that kind of thing in the past. I think that's kind of what they're well known for. It's noisecore and horrorcore. They're an experimental hip hop outfit, of course. So I this kind of came onto my radar pretty late, like pretty much when the album was dropped. I was like, oh shit, there's a new clipping record. And I was fucking hyped. 
I, I didn't know what to think. I was like, the album cover looks very similar to last year's, where last year's album cover was black and there was rusted nails all over it. Now this year's album cover is black and there's teeth. Huh. Spooky. Teeth. Imagine that. I can't tell if they're human or not. Um, I, I hope not, just for ethicality's sake. Um, but hey, uh, do you have anything to preface with, like your, your introduction to the band? My introduction to the band was when Ian included them in his top 20 song list. Oh, I did. You did. I that, vaguely That was my it. first breath of clipping. I think that was Blood of the Fang that and I included. And actually, it wasn't even the moment you said that, like you had played it for me. It was when I went to edit the episode and dropped the song in its rightful place. That was the first time that I heard clipping. That was a rude awakening. I, I had no idea what to expect except for what you had described, which you did an accurate job of. It is horrifying. Horrifying. We're the getting horror. Into it. The horror oh. is, dude, it is elevated to fucking 13. Oh, I, okay, I, I can't start talking about the music too much. Cl- I, just a little bit of preface on the group. Clipping is an experimental hip-hop group f- based out of Los Angeles. Consists of David Diggs, who's the frontman, and then two different producers, uh, William Hudson and Jonathan Snipes. Um, those are very American-sounding names. They all apparently kind of coagulated uh, in school. David met uh, one of the other producers in high school, and then the producers were like roommates in college or something like that, and they kind of... Just went from there and did stuff on the underground and they've been obviously gaining a large cult following i want to say it's not they don't have a huge like online presence or anything like that but the fans that they do have i can tell they are there and they are devoted and that's impressive that's like especially since they've only been releasing music since like 2014 i believe they formed in 2013 2012 somewhere around that area early 2010s uh so they've been at it for most of the decade or most of last decade i guess and it's interesting to see how far they've come i've i guess i've i've i must confess that i've had limited i went back and i listened to some of their older material but i've had limited not access i have had limited exposure to their earlier stuff but i generally get the idea and last year's album was another concept record not their first i think they've had like two under their belt at this point not including last year's but they just they they pushed everything further with that record uh the production was better uh the noise was more they had an 18 minute outro of piano burning which i can't remember who wrote that piece but it is an actual piece and it's just their interpretation it is 18 minutes of a piano burning uh, or 20 minutes or something like that it's like you can tell at that point their appreciation for like 20th century themes i know david is a well-read person he's he knows even on this record there's at the very end the outro is a piece by yoko ono so he's well versed in 20th century music and art and things of that nature and that's really impressive um just knowing how literarily versed is the literarily word i don't know that he's just well versed in just about everything and that comes through on his lyrics as well um which we will get into in a second i don't know how much more we need to preface this with this record was dropped in october this year and again 
I it dropped out of the blue. It came onto my radar at the last minute, and I was immediately hype. So, other than that, I think we're just about ready to get into it. Shall we? Shall we? We shall. Visions of Bodies Being Burned stands at 16 songs and 52 minutes. It's a little bit shorter than last year's record, um, although I think it has technically more tracks, if I am remembering correctly. And right off the bat, with the couple of opening tracks that there are, um, and the interludes and everything, actually, you know what, just looking at the track list, um, there are a lot of interludes on this album which going back i understand why they are there and where like the un- i understand the placement of everything it's a very well spaced out record to just to start things off uh, i was impressed with that there are also some really interesting ideas behind the interludes one of them is a couple of people reading off a ouija board and that's really spooky there's also another one where it's a field recording of them like driving through a sheep pasture really cool i can tell somebody's an audiophile and that's pretty awesome but clipping and their production their production side of things they've never shied away from taking risks and getting hella noisy and i am so pleased to say that the noise was the whatever knob they had on the noise they turn it up so far that it's basically broken off now and it's stuck in one place and th- this record is so loud at some points it and it is so unforgiving not always in the fact that it's loud but some of the ideas that it presents are really really dense as well as st- it's just generally horrifying. Right off of the bat with the first track, just say the name. Holy shit, the storytelling? I are uh, David paints this very vivid and morbid picture of these people going to parties, getting drugged out of their mind, as well as themes of gang violence with lines like uh, Swiss cheese to brother already, as well as the whole getting pregnant with the devil the whole uh, nine months later with a stomach full of devil baby that's a line that happens on the record and that genuinely made my stomach churn the first time i heard it i was like what is happening dude that's nuts that was completely nuts and another thing that i can sort of segue into here with this new record it is it is so catchy David Diggs, his ear for earworms is divine. 
just the, the the even the hook on say the name, which is the 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 title of the record. Uh, Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Like that gets in, and it's a sample off. I can't remember what it's a sample off of, but it's the sample that loops repeatedly. And like you, it should get repetitive and old, but it really does not. And holy shit, does the somewhat subdued beat at the start slap? And towards the end, it comes in with this beautiful harmonic progression. And that's something that I think clipping is also pretty well known for at the end of their tracks really filling out some space really well with some even sometimes orchestration on some of these tracks here um and as well as like at points rapping in seven eight and at one of the points in the track listing i think it's track 13 i would describe it as nothing less than if alice coltrane had to write an abrasive free jazz rap piece that's what this is like horror core rap that if if alice coltrane was in charge of like the instrumentation and everything because it is so like what in the hell is going on this record (laughs) in my opinion is fucking incredible and i want to give you a chance to speak your piece now i forgot what a whore for noise you are holy shit i know you are yeah i just i forgot it it's been a while since we had something so noisy yeah this this shit's abrasive this album and just listening to their music in general is a completely backwards experience compared to like everything else that my brain processes through the year and what i mean by that is that if this was co- if this was coming out of any other outlet, I feel like I would be horrified. If I was viewing this as a movie, I would be disgusted and and really messed up over. Some it. of the imagery is brutal. If I was seeing this on the news, I would be in panic mode, right? The the world would be in But here's here's the thing is that they have managed to take the most grotesque and awful thoughts you could have and lean into those thoughts heavily and create a soundscape that goes with the messed up things that they are saying while following a narrative and telling a story in a way that isn't it's messy in the right ways but in a way that is cohesive the album flows perfectly it is so entertaining it is it is catchy and a lot of the times i found myself rewinding the track a couple of seconds to catch that bar again and i can't remember the last time in rap that i've done that usually i listen i mean i i'd assume most people do but you listen to the song and over time you gain a grasp of what the lyrics are and you can go back to it this one it was like what did he just say i want to hear it again yeah i had multiple moments like that yeah so again it kind of a, a backwards experience just going off of what i know i didn't listen to the full clipping album the last time around until we didn't review it until preparing for this and holy shit, you said that this is a sister project, but this sister is uglier and more grotesque and possibly louder and more horrifying and dejective than its counterpart. 
And I mean that in all of the most sincere and best ways possible. I don't know what their aim was when they are recording this. I assume that they have a very niche demographic of people who are listening to this. And honestly, I would be scared to meet some of these people. But (laughs) I am am infinitely impressed by the way that they have pulled it off. I could never create this. And I mean never. I am a wuss. Okay? (laughs) I can't watch... No, I shouldn't say I can't watch most scary movies. I I don't know that I enjoy scary movies for the sake of them being grotesque. And I think that's the reason that I love a lot of this. It is completely out of my wheelhouse and still... I, for some reason, have really enjoyed it. Some of it's hard to look at. Some Sometimes of it's it just, hard to look at. It's, some of it is just like it, it's three heads it's, rearing at you all at the same time in some, like the st- span of ten seconds. Some of those teeth really caught me off guard. <laughs> Little scary. Little. I want to know whose teeth those are. Some of them gotta be animals, right? Most of them. All of them? Hopefully all of them. I don't have teeth that look like <laughs> the two in the middle. I, I don't know. I knew what I was getting into with this, and it wasn't that I went in with the mindset of, oh, I'm not going to like this, but I, in a way, was scared to like this, and they they proved me wrong. It has all of the things that I would want from a spooky October hip-hop album, and I don't have a lot to relate it to. There's not a whole lot like it. No, but I... I'm, really I'm just isn't. impressed. And I you, you could go on for days about his lyricism is fantastic. His, his lyricism flow, and storytelling, dude. His flow is fantastic. And we were talking earlier about whether or not uh, a lot of the tracks are sampled or, like you said, if they just went around in a room filled with objects and, and microphones placed everywhere and everyone did their thing and tapping and, and making the sounds. Whichever way that this was uh, prepared, executed, and conceived into what we have now, A+. plus. They did... For sure. They did an exceptional job. And it, it has... minor flaws it has minor flaws and maybe it'll have tracks that i prefer over the others but it is strong it is a strong listen it's incredible and not one that i was expecting to something that i also found really really interesting is some of the subject matter here even though it pertains to stuff that's really scary is surprisingly like well overly scary for the sake of being overly dramatic and showy and kind of literary as well as just dramatized for the sake of it being horrorcore but some of it is super potent in terms of today's socio-political climate some of um, it is oddly human yeah 
Some of it is oddly inhuman, but some of it is oddly human. You're right. Well, like, even just his imagery on, like, something underneath, or does it make them dead, where he's just talking about zombies raising from the grave and causing, like, mass hysteria and shit, or on the track She Bad, where it's about these people going off into the woods in a cabin to get smashed, like your classic horror movie scenario. They go off on their own in the woods, and they stumble across a cabin that's inhabited by a ghost, and usually, like, what? She Bad, like, calling somebody, like, like, she bad though. Like, and the, the hook of the song is she bad though. She bad though. And it's so catchy, but like, he, it, he says it in a way that comes off as like flirtatious and stuff. But no, uh, it's about she bad in that she could have cut your fucking neck off. Like, it's, it's some fucking heavy shit sometimes. And again, it can be super fucking hard to look at. I, I can't, I cannot even begin to start with some of his imagery, his knowledge of literary devices, just the way he can weave words together and paint this vivid picture constantly too the the album doesn't follow a specific narrative or storyline but all of it follows the same theme and it's done super well. I want to mention that pain every day might be one of my favorite hip-hop tracks if not my favorite of the year it is wrapped in seven eight and the technical the technical proficiency that david Diggs shows is ridiculous all across the track and the weird thing is with odd time signatures sometimes i see things going sour like they were trying to do something super experimental and it didn't really work out but in the case of this song i could not seeing the i could not see the track being able to flow any other way like it was meant to be written for seven eight like that is its home and it comfortably sits there and that's insane also the hook is ridiculous with all of the sort of breakbeat rhythms and then at the end where he brings in these gorgeous they bring in these gorgeous string sections it's it all comes together for this and it's they're super melancholic they it's it's heart-wrenching and it's like it, a super climactic moment for the track it plays out like a movie in and of itself in an album that already feels like a series of like episodes it's ep- very epi- those ap- that's a good way to put it this album is very episodic in a way as well as like tracks even deeper into the track listing one thing that i should mention is that a lot of times with albums i find myself having a hard time keeping attention the later i get into the track list especially with albums that feel very samey to me but i don't th- this album doesn't lose me for like a second because it comes in with hit after hit after hit even in the back end with tracks like check the lock which again the storytelling of the, uh, like the pure paranoia that he describes on this track is palpable like i feel it myself listening to the track and the hook again is so ca- check the lock every time walk by the door check the lock every time you walk by the door gets in, it could get stuck in my head for hours dude it's insane and even some of the heavier tracks on here like uh something underneath where there are multiple time signature switches or like eaten alive which is like a free jazz piece or just an experimental 20th century piece with lots of very odd and off-kilter per- or percussion and i mean it's mostly percussion but also you hear these plucky uh strings that maybe sound like harps or somebody plucking at a cello or a a bass at some points like you get the idea it's that kind of vibe and it's five minutes long and david raps over it like it's still a hip-hop beat are you joking 
dude that's insane that's for that is so forward thinking that like I, I feel like i'm watching the envelope being pushed right before my very eyes dude and then like body for the pile is like one of the catchiest tracks on you just a body for the pop body for the pop 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 fucking insane and the wall of noise that comes at the end blows my mind every time i hear it and we finish off on one of the strongest notes on the record with enlacing where david actually has a song hook and the bass is so juicy the bass is morbidly obese oh my god and just the gorgeous harmonies the the track is able to come together with as well as david's sometimes menacing sometimes super confused character that he portrays i this album should not be as coherent as it is for how horrific it can sometimes be and sometimes it's very very intentionally off kilter sometimes it's intentionally it throws things at you that are meant to like what 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 is happening what did he just say what was that sound effect i have no idea and it shouldn't work as well as it does but in the case of clipping it does near perfectly does it and like and again just ending off on the yoko ono piece feels like a tribute to some of the people it sound it feels like he's tributing it a lot of his artistic intent to people like ono or the person who wrote piano burning i'm going to look that up here in a second so i can spout it in the next section but it feels like an homage in a way to the people that he looks up to i guess in a way as secondhand as it is these guys still are able to push the hip-hop envelope to its furthest extent and like last year i thought that was like it but no this they way beyond like you said it is the far bigger uglier more grotesque fucking smellier fucking louder maybe it has a penis we don't know like it's disgusting in the best of ways. I got really excited talking about that. Sorry. Are, are we ready to get into the next section? Okay, let's do that. There was so little really about this record that irked me. There were a couple of points, I guess. I think the biggest offender, I guess, in the track list would be looking like meat featuring horror while the beat smacks like shit uh, and David sounds incredible. I thought it lacked a lot of the nuance that some of the other tracks show as well as some of the progression that some of the other tracks very clearly exhibit it was just lost with this track it's i don't want to say it's like too loud too quick because i mean some of the other tracks do that too it's just it, there isn't much in the way of dynamic build-up or anything like that or dynamic tension it's all kind of just there and i wish there was more nuance in the beat as well as i thought horror was kind of uh as as much as i kind of liked his feature I <laughs> I couldn't help but think that this was a beat that like somebody like Denzel would have gone absolutely insane over. He, horror could have just took it further, I think. 
and I wish that he did. I There were a couple of points on enlacing as well, where, and maybe this is just a case of my speakers not being able to handle it, so take this for what you will. This is not really anything against the album. Uh, sometimes the hits of bass and just the harmonic sound, just everything coming in at one particular point, destroyed my speakers, and it would, it would just rattle my car. So... Again, take that for what you will. That could be a problem with my speakers. So, um, and I think the last thing was that something underneath is sometimes kind of hard to follow in terms of its time signature switches, but that could be, it could be me being stupid. So like, oh, well, you know, there might be like other things in some of the tracks that I just didn't pick up on that maybe I'll find later, but I, at this point in time, I really don't give a shit. I think this album is that incredible. Like, it's that nuts. So, I have so little to say. Take that for I spend, what you will. I spent so much time paying attention to what I liked. Nothing really stood out to me as, eh, didn't like that. Which is insane. Yeah. Like, the last time that, is, that happened was probably Black Midi. Schlagenheim. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine when that, the I last was, noisiest was, record that we listened when to. When I was coming... Yeah, true. When I was coming different, into, Completely different uh, context. When I was coming into the review, like, what am I going to complain about? I mean, I'm not I'm not going to bullshit you this time. I, I think that my... The only complaint I could draw is that some, some songs hit harder than others. Yeah. And that's not a complaint. I have very little to say. Yeah. This I, album was far beyond my expectations nearly that's, impeccable. that's part that's part is part of my thing as well is that i wasn't expecting the world and i was delivered the milky way every single continent <laughs> literally dude. i it is delivered the delivered the entire galaxy pacific ocean <laughs> Large. i want the entire atlantic in my water glass right now and we got it we got it yeah the eagle I, has landed. The eagle has landed. Tink. <laughs> what the fuck? I think it was more like a huge crash, but okay. Agree to disagree. All right, fine, whatever. This album was insane. This album was incredible. And I'm going to... Okay, little tidbit. I did watch Fantano's review. <gasps> I did. Our uh, competitor. I was... I was Damn so you. curious what he would say because my opinion going into it was that this record is like very clearly better than the other one um, and is almost perfect. And I was pleased to see that our opinions lined up a lot of the time. You know, I for all the gripes that I have I with Fantana. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. I just thought that would be a, a kind of a nice Easter egg to throw in there. Okay, I think we are prepared to get into our closing statements. Shall we do that? We shall. I was immensely impressed with this album. It was experimental, and it was busy in all of the right places, and... It cured my thirst for something louder than I've been receiving. It's been a relatively quiet year for music. There have not been a lot of 
big releases. We've had a few come out in the past month or two that have been big. Ariana Grande just dropped, or Ariana, sorry. Ariana Grande just dropped. We her, had the Taylor her, Swift her new record. thing. Taylor Swift, Joji, Sam Smith. There are there are things coming out, but there haven't really been. I feel like records this, that have blown me away this, this year. This year, critically, has not been great, and maybe we can attribute that somewhat to the pandemic because that halted a lot of people in the yeah, track for sure. But but this year is kind of been shitty. What I'm saying is that. This f- by far exceeded all of my expectations. And critically, I feel stronger about this album than anything we have reviewed it probably since the pandemic has started. Yeah. For sure. And again, I was not expecting anything and was given everything. So I am coming from a place of expecting. I, I wasn't expecting a, a, a bad grade, but I just I had no prior opinion. And now I am. I just don't have words. I I want more. I'm going back to their older stuff. I have to. I, I started want, listening today. Like, I'm. there's no way I want to go like. Imagine thing, a live show. I can't. What do Dude, they do? What what would, would your ears feel like, I feel like during be, and after? There would be a lot of fog. I would just melt in place. Like, I would sink into the floor. <laughs> You're the reason the floor is sticky. <laughs> Damn it. God. Only had one job. Um, the lyrics slap and are gross, but also tell gorgeous stories of messed up things gore severed heads gore severed heads devils and stomachs sprinkling some gang violence we cover all of the bases <laughs> i mean just general pain he didn't really leave much out not much is left for the imagination if in terms there of is one thing i learned about myself through this project maybe i can stomach a little more than i thought i could previous to this I think I'm going to listen to Cannibal Corpse tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm ready. I've graduated. (laughs) Let's crank this up to 11, is what I'm saying. I'm really impressed. Finally. All right. I, like yourself, was overjoyed at the outcome of this. When I came out of these 16 tracks and I came out on the other end of it, I was like, holy shit this is legitimately incredible and all no not almost every single facet of this album works incredibly together and there were only a few minor discrepancies on a track by track basis overall this album is near flawless like it's and the thing is it should be like a novelty thing because it's like a halloween album it's i feel like if anybody else did this or if somebody with any lower stature or taste or i don't know just any more of a lack of general knowledge because i i mean again david dicks david dicks what the fuck david diggs has to be a well-read person he has to be Anybody else would have just completely fallen flat on their face or dropped the ball. And that is so clearly not what happened here. The bar was set even higher. 
And I am so happy about that. The way this album flows, the nuance, the contour of the entire album is absolutely incredible. And from an artistic standpoint, I think this is one of the most impressive albums of the year. (sighs) Which brings us to grades. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. 9.6 to 9.8. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm with you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe 9.6 to 9.7. I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling a 9.8 on a really good day. But like, it's so high. I'm I'm feeling in the range of a 9.5 or a 9.6. Yeah. I like, I think this is probably the best record I've heard overall this year, which like there have been some really good records. Don't get me yes. wrong. There have been some records that we reviewed earlier on in the year that have grown on me even more since I listened to them. Right. And I think if we did an album of the year thing would place higher than I would have placed them prior in the year. But this is like a whole new, this is a whole new ball game and they knocked it out of not, they, they, they knocked it out of the park and into the stratosphere with this record. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm confused because I am happy and I feel like this record should make me anything but happy uh, with all of the blood and guts and gore and severed heads that it displays but I'm coming out on the other end of it giddy like a four year old schoolgirl. so that's how I like you yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Joe, is that you? <laughs> that's not PC. Uh, that's where I stopped talking. You should that's- follow Clipping on all of the social platforms. Absolutely, Instagram you should go is listen. our favorite. Go give Facebook that money. You can follow us on Instagram at Sound Audits. Thank also, you all for listening. On Twitter, at Sound Audits. You know what? Thank you for listening. Yes. I, if you made it this far, we really, really appreciate you. Yeah, we're chilling. I'm over here chilling. You can check out our page, soundaudits.com. We got written reviews and cool stuff going up on there, videos and what have you. You can also contact us for business inquiries and serious uh, contracts. Adult, adult conversations. Adult conversations. Not safe plus. for work. Not <laughs> That's the actual OnlyFans. We just hand like we 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 hand print polaroid pictures polaroid pictures just for you spread a wide array of positions <laughs> but if you want those polaroids soundaudits at gmail.com send us your music send us your um feet and <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to donate to us, you can go to our anchor page. It is in our bio, uh, the podcast description. You can find it on our website, anchor.fm slash soundaudits. 99 cent donation for the price of two gumballs. You can support two broke college kids. We have new episodes Friday, 9 a.m. We are going to see you next week. Stay safe, wear a mask. Yeah, stay safe, wear a mask. Hopefully for all you college kids 
that are probably this is probably coming out in finals uh, around finals time. So hopefully you get through your finals all right, or you have made it through your finals all right. I pray for all of you in whatever capacity that you would want me to. I don't. <laughs> I'm still reeling from that statement. So thank you all. We will see you in the next one. Peace out, boys.